0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to the DMC podcast, season two, episode 26. And today, since it's kind of the new year, well, it's a few weeks into the new year, we're going to talk about setting goals and sticking to them. But before we do get into it, we would like to apologise for our, I think, four or five week hiatus. We had a bit of time off over Christmas, over winter to enjoy time with family And enjoy the festive season, but it gave us plenty of time to brainstorm ideas and to think of things to bring for the hopefully the next year or so of the podcast. Uh, But before we do get started, Manny, how was Christmas? How was the break? And how is it being bringing in 2022?
1: Man, it's been a really good time. It was a lot of fun. It was a well-needed break, I think. I think like especially uh, Joseph, yourself and I were doing a group project together, which was very stressful. Uh, we had like a presentation on the last day. so that's always fun, but it was it was nice to take that break and kind of realign and reevaluate and then look forward to what was next. and i, I that's that was the great thing about the break. it was so is that such a perfect time, and it always is because when Christmas is around the corner, it's always nice to spend time with family and spend time with your loved ones. it's It's just it was a for me it was it was a really needed break, and I did I had a lot of fun. um obviously. It, it was a bit restrictive in the sense that there was a new variant going around so you had to be quite vigilant in that kind of aspect but uh, we managed it well and I, I had did a lot of fun activities but how was yours? How was your how was your family? How how was your Christmas break and how have you been keeping up?
0: Yeah man I feel like as you're saying the the Christmas break came at a perfect time because it was getting to the point in the year when you and I had been at uni for 11-12 weeks, you know, deadlines, coursework lots of commitments with other things as well I was like kind of thinking oh man I could really do the break and then thankfully a break came and it was really nice I managed to put myself in a good situation for um for coursework so I was able to take actually take time off over Christmas rather than have to worry about stuff which is really good and um spent time with family my new baby sister who's born in in November the lovely Willow and also look after Poppy, my other sister, and then, yeah, my my uh, my family as well. Just spend some time with them. Obviously, you know, doing stuff, going out, having fun, went to Wonderland, all that good stuff. Went clubbing a couple of times, believe it or not. And best of all, I didn't catch COVID. Uh, everyone else catching it, your boy dodging it like Neo in the Matrix, dodging them bullets. I was pretty gassed. Agreed, man. Trust me, I, I
1: was the same as others. So I was quite fortunate in that aspect as well.
0: Yeah, so, so what we did want to talk about today was about setting goals. And you can't talk about setting goals at the start of the new year without asking, Manny, have you got any New Year's resolutions? So, Manny, do you have any New Year's resolutions?
1: My New Year's resolutions, I, I, wanted to, I want to read more this year. I think that's something that kind of fell off a cliff last year. And perhaps it was probably due to placement, because that's the only significant change in my life for which I did not adjust to um in the sense that when it was at the beginning of placement I was reading quite a bit and then I stopped because I was learning uh, like the the so from January to like July I was reading quite a lot during the year then obviously placement 2020 July and then all those things happened obviously staying at home and then then we transitioned to 2021 and I think I just didn't keep up the habit and because I was working from 2021 January to July again I just didn't really read much. And that's kind of why I just made a conscious effort to kind of put some money into it in that aspect where I've downloaded an Audible subscription now. And at least there is some form of like reading taking place. And I've got a Kindle. I bought some books on Kindle as well. So it's like I'm on my phone. I can just listen to stuff. Whereas where I might be listening to music and I'm listening to Spotify, I can just transition over to listen to an audiobook. And just take some notes whilst I'm whilst I'm uh, listening to that book and reading. So that's definitely one for me that sticks out the most. That I've spoken to quite a few people about because I know that definitely was something in my life which was always there, but I never really gave it the attention I deserved. Last year, like I can definitely say that with confidence. And, are you,
0: are you a, a non-fiction or a fiction kind of guy?
1: Uh, I'm a non-fiction guy. I'll be honest. I used to like fiction quite a lot, and then. I started getting into non-fiction a lot, a lot more. And then since then, I haven't really looked back. But if there's any, like, fiction series or recommendations, I'm more than willing to take a look at them. So if you've got any um, that you want to shoot my way if anyone is listening, yeah, yeah, yeah. send me a message and I'll, I'll definitely try and check them out because oh, I think it's nice to, uh, like, freshen up what kind of books you're reading or listening to, if you're doing both. And, yeah, no, that, that's something that sticks to mind. Some of the other ones that I have are more, like, I don't know how to explain it probably say like emotional goals in the sense that I, I want to overthink a lot less. Like I feel sometimes I can get in my own way and I've noticed that a lot where I, I don't want to say I self-sabotage necessarily, but it's just one of those things where I feel like sometimes I can get into my head so much that I'm in my own way and I want to, want to try and avoid that a lot more because it, it is it it can like take a toll on you mentally and it also isn't it's not it's not fair for myself you know what i mean at the end of the day to be like, doing that it's not like i do it consciously on purpose but it's just it's just so difficult to manage so that's something uh that springs to mind at the moment but how about you do you have any uh kind of goals like similar to mine where you've got one that like more h- habitual and then one more like emotional or like physical in that kind of aspect
0: yeah, so my main New Year's resolution is to just stick more with the Turkish that trying to learn Turkish, basically trying to learn a new language, you know, it's been really insightful this so, so far this year when I've managed to, I think, around October. Uh, Pretty late on in the year, I started actually taking a bit more seriously learning Turkish and stuff like that. Now that the world is opening up a bit more and traveling internationally is more of an option. Obviously, my girlfriend speaks Turkish and her family speak Turkish as well. Uh, And also being able to travel to Turkey would be amazing. Traveling to Cyprus would be amazing. And just to converse with her family. And additionally, to learn another language it's just something I've always wanted to do and be better at, because I don't want to be this guy who can only speak one language, looking like some kind of schmuck, looking some kind of typical English boy who expects everyone else to speak English. That's not how it really should work. So I'm going to try my best to learn some Turkish as well. So, yeah, in October, I picked it up. I paid like for like a one pound introductory subscription for a month. And then I had that until December. And then from December until January, I was just like doing my own stuff. And now taking it seriously, money I've, I've bought like a, a year long subscription to a Turkish class. So I'm going to be doing that as often as I can. I think two or three times a week, I'll be sitting down for like an hour, hour and a half each time of each session and just going through audio lessons, writing down things like, you know, what did I do last weekend and do like a half a page on that or like, What are the things I like? And then what's great is that I can then recite this or read it out to my girlfriend's younger sister, who's eleven, and she's fluent in English, Greek, and Turkish already. She's eleven, man. That she's is 11. crazy, She's bro. eleven. It's it's insane. So I talk to her in Turkish, and she talks back in English. So it's good practice for us both. And also, what's great is that I know that my girlfriend's mom hears me in the background. And so when I'm starting to speak Turkish to the sister, I can hear the mom going "Bravo, Joe!" in the background, and it's so heartwarming. And that's so like makes me want to stick to it because it's just not only really useful for me but it's nice I guess for my girlfriend and her family to see that I'm really making an effort for this and they really appreciate it and it's just it's just nice it it helps me feel like okay I'm definitely going to stick to it because it's not only a useful thing but it also kind of brings brings some happiness to myself and to my partner and her family just hearing me making an effort with it which is really nice so yeah learning Turkish continuing that I spent a bit, uh, put a, say, and also what's useful to stick to the goal as I put a financial contribution towards it and as selfish as it is and as and as maybe, you know, small-minded and penny-pinching as it may be, I don't want that money to waste either. Some would be like, yo, I don't want that £100 that I spent on the year-long subscription to be for nothing. I'm going to use the hell out of that and I'm going to learn the hell out of this Turkish. So that's my goal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm fully invested, fully ready for that and hopefully going to be able to be a bit more fluent by the time uh, 2023 comes around and who knows, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll be recording the podcast in Turkish this time next year. Who knows, man, who knows? Um, but in terms of an emotional one, that's interesting. I didn't put any much thought to that because my main goal was to learn another language. But um, on an emotional level, perhaps just to be a little bit more, a little bit less stubborn when things don't go my way. Usually I'm really flexible. And I'm like, I really don't mind when things don't happen. Like, you say
1: yeah. this quite often, my, my friend. And the truth is, I'm, I never met someone so flexible in my life. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. with stuff with me that's just, well, sometimes 100%. it can be a bit of a mess, but like, no, that's fine. You're, you're, you're never, you're, I feel like you just need to translate how you are with me to many people. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> and, mate, that's, that's what I need to do, man. I'm, like the, I'm be... like the test
1: subject. Okay, cool. <laughs> this is like the most flexible I'll be with someone. For um, sure. Let's see if I can readjust to other people, but
0: yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just in very certain situations, like very certain scenarios that you won't ever have to experience, Mandy, or my friends won't really have to experience. There's certain scenarios I'm very stubborn, and I mentioned this to you, and you, as you, uh, you know, alluded to, you haven't really ever experienced it, but I can be, and so I'm gonna try and be less of that, and also, um, oh, what was I gonna say about it? Yeah, just 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 n- try and be a bit more amenable. To, to in those situations when i am a bit like nah we're gonna do it this way when actually i should be uh more more accepting of situations and potentially i am in very certain scenarios um and also one additional one is play tennis a bit more as well you know i've got me and my friend we go down maybe like once a week or twice uh, twice every month twice a month or something like that trying to try to do that a bit more maybe two two times every couple of weeks and try and like two four four times in three weeks perhaps something like that you know more than once a week would be nice um but obviously that's very time limited and time constricting given all our other commitments but yeah man i'm really getting into playing tennis as well just staying active and staying healthy and enjoying that so those are my goals man those are my goals i'm looking forward to seeing whether i can stick to it
1: and it's really interesting this I was writing down a few things whilst you we were talking and there's certain things that I realized that are similar between me and you when it comes to goals and goal setting and I, I'll just name off the list and we'll just go over with uh, go over ones that you feel most comfortable this talking word. about first so first few f- words I've written down so far is positive reinforcement this sti- and like emotional stimulation in the sense that like that you're you're getting positively reinforced like you said um. Uh, Your uh, girlfriend's mum in the background also uh, kind of showing her interest in the fact that you're doing it and it brings you a sense of joy. Uh, I do apologize. That's my air pressure going off. (laughs) I was wondering when
0: that was going to happen.
1: Yeah. And also, people. People was a big factor there. Like I said, just not only in that aspect, but you're learning Turkish and speaking to your girlfriend's younger sister. Uh, And money and the kind of emotional cost when it comes to these things. It also has a massive factor, which you kind of alluded to and spoke about earlier, where you said there's a financial burden there. As much as it might not be a massive amount of money, there's still a sense of I want to utilise as much as kind of that money that I've put into it. Um, Which one would you want to talk about first? And I know you obviously spoke about money a little bit. Do you want to go back to that or do you want to speak about something else?
0: Uh, I guess the people aspect of things would be really good because for your one, Manny, about reading, would you like in terms of having people around you would you ask them for recommendations based upon knowing you as a character and obviously wanting you wanting to read more could you be like okay mate I want to read more you know what I'm you know what I'm like you know my tendencies can you recommend me something that you know I like and therefore then them knowing you and giving you a good recommendation means you'll be more likely to actually read that book is that something you've considered?
1: I haven't personally considered it but I feel like that it was like, I don't get me wrong, I've spoken to, and some mates can say this about me a lot. Some people recommended to, things to me and told me to do things. I don't necessarily make those changes, not all of them. And um, that's something I definitely want to work on. But I think it's, it's the case that if someone said to me, oh, there's a book that you really like, I think you should read it. And then maybe perhaps like a week or two later, they've asked me, oh, so h- how's that book? You know, h- how far are you into the book? I think when there's like a follow-up question or like there's a follow-up to that it's a bit more um, it reinforces that kind of action a lot more whereas with you you, you're learning Turkish and then because you're learning it that's obviously your own habit but then you know ultimately you'll be talking to your girlfriend's younger sister about it so then there is a motivation to continue whereas if someone just said to me oh you should read this book I recommend it I might put down the back burner try and read all the books I want to read first and then I might read that later rather than it being oh you should read this book I'll let you know in a, I'll feature you in a week's time and you tell me how far you're into it and what part you're on and I feel like when you not necessarily say set a deadline but when someone tries to communicate or speak to you um, about the book I feel like there's more of a reason for you to like actually I have a motivation now there is a purpose for me to read it not only because my friend recommended it but they're going to ask me and I don't really want to come to the table empty-handed and I feel like that's a massive thing that contributes to goal setting and habit creation. Whereas like, you can, you can always do these things, but I feel with someone else, you don't really like letting people down. And I feel like sometimes we let ourselves down, but with other people, it's like, it's a bit different.
0: Don't you think then that means you'll be potentially reading this book out of obligation to your mate rather than reading it because that's something you want to do. Is that not a worry of yours? If you were to take that, that, that side of things?
1: um I feel like with it, it's it's difficult obviously we've got a library so if I took the book out from the library and then decided to read a bit of it and then I didn't like it I then could say to a friend oh I read a bit of the book got into it a little bit and I, I just felt like it was a bit slow for me or something that didn't really uh interest me I, I don't feel like I, you have to necessarily fully commit I feel like you should try and at least give the book a chance and I feel like you can readjust from there but I know what you're saying where it's kind of difficult to try and like distinguish between oh you're doing it out of your like the habit of oh this is for your friend or are you just doing it because you want to do it and more times than not you want to do it for the latter but it's difficult when you feel obligated to so I think that's how I'd do it I'd get like a sample of it or do a little bit of it and then see how that goes and then work it out from there
0: Makes sense, man. Makes sense. And yeah, definitely with me, you know, having someone not necessarily holding me accountable because a is never going to be like, Oh, have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done this? Have you done this? No, nah, it's just me going to them and be like, Oh, can I tell you what I've learned today? And that's the kind of, That's the kind of way I'll be doing it, which is, you know, that's all on me to make the decisions to learn some Turkish in the morning and stuff like that. So I guess having the people there and also, you know, because my girlfriend is obviously fluent in Turkish herself, that's her native language around the house. We're going to I'm hopefully going to try and start speaking Turkish just to make it a little bit more natural and also shout out Duolingo to try and help me get in on that as well.
1: So obviously, George, if you've just mentioned people and how they've had an influence, and perhaps this is probably a byproduct of people themselves. I spoke earlier about positive reinforcement and this, sti- like ha- you being happy or like it's some sort of stimulant to a, a positive um, emotion. How much does that actually factor in coming into the fact that you you continue to do do the habits or continue to c- carry out those resolutions that you've set for yourselves, and has that been impactful from last year can you mention anything from last year as we look back on 2021 potentially and we think to ourselves how successful were we or uh, in terms of yourself as well do you feel like positive uh, reinforcement and feeling happy in those moments whilst doing an activity did they contribute well to these kind of things
0: yeah definitely definitely um you know my my goal last year was to drink less fizzy drinks and i've stuck to it man i've stuck to it uh, one useful thing that helped me stick to it was i was at work and i set myself a routine i set myself a habit that every day at around 10 a.m me and some of the some of the other younger guys at, at work would go to the cafe on site and go get a sausage sandwich and grab a drink or something like that and before new year i would always grab like a one and a half liter bottle of fizzy drink and I would just have that over the course of three days. Once it's finished, I'll buy another one. Have that over the course of three days. Buy another like, And it would just be a really bad habit because I'll be effectively drinking 500 mils at least a day or fizzy drinks. When realistically, water would have done me just fine, yeah, but I was a low-key addicted to the sugar. And my, my mates at work all knew this. They all saw this and they, they didn't comment on it because they think, oh, well, it's not that bad. It's, you know, one every three days. But then after I told them in New Year, like, guys, my plan is one a month, yeah? One a month. Make sure I stick to it if you can. And so they knew this, and so every time we went down to get some food, and I was looking longingly over at the fizzy drinks, my mate would be like, "Joseph, you don't need it. You don't need it, man." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, you're right," because at the same time, I don't want to. I don't want to falter and crumble. I don't also want to know. Obviously, it's not there. It's not on them. But I don't want to let them down be like, I don't want to look, the, you know, go down in their eyes and be like, oh, shit, I, I caved, you know. So having them to hold me accountable to it was also really useful. But um, in terms of positive emotions, I think that's just having positive emotions associated with any habit to build a good habit is really important. You know, it, it's if you're feeling obligated to do something. And the, the positive emotion isn't quite there and you're dragging your feet and you're not really hundred percent into it. You won't, you, you might start finding that you detest that and you might not enjoy it. For example, one of my friends messaged me and is was like, Oh, Joseph, do you want to join a tennis league? And I had to be up front with him. I told him straight up, man. I was like, I'm not going to lie, man. Not really. Because once the competition aspect starts and if I'm not enjoying myself, I'll stop enjoying tennis entirely. You know, I'll stop enjoying just playing it casually. I'll stop enjoying, you know, hitting you up on a Saturday and going to just play, play some sports and hang out for a couple of hours, play a couple of sets. I'll stop I'll stop enjoying that because of the competitive aspect of a tennis league would probably not be great for me. Uh, I'm just on a personal level. I probably wouldn't enjoy that. And then the negative emotion that is associated with the tennis league and the stress, the competitiveness, potentially the losing. I'm not the best at tennis. So I might lose as well. But even just the stress of competing, that would get to me. And that would give a negative emotion towards the habit of playing tennis. Whereas if I'm just playing casually with my friend, you know, having a laugh, playing a couple sets, you know, doing some sports, some exercise, that for me is all positive, And there's no negative from it. Even when I lose, like I played my brother for Christmas, I lost 6-1 and 6-2 in straight sets. I didn't care that I was losing because I was enjoying time spending with him, you know, doing some exercise in the cold and just having a good time. But once the negative emotions start to come in, the habit, I feel, begins to break down. And I personally would probably just stop doing the, the action entirely. Um, but what about yourself, Mania? Are there experiences you've had when you can echo a similar sentiment? Or do you like strive through those kinds of things and just know that it'll be good to stick to it even when negative negativity arises? Or are you of the same frame of mind as I am?
1: I, I'm a bit of both. It depends where it is. Sometimes it's it's uh, a case of, like you said, when it gets a bit much or when something that you really like doing it, you, like for example, don't get me wrong, I'm very, I'm very competitive in that aspect of, like don't, read literally stupid Badminton the other day. And it's a good like a time to have uh, like fun with our mates, but I called one of my mates and I said to them like, I'm gonna burst you, I'm gonna try and beat you tomorrow and stuff like that. And I love that kind of aspect of it. Um, did I beat the person? Unfortunately, no uh it's just the, how <laughs> how the game works out but uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where as much as it is it, it's, it's just i like that kind of side of it because i know that as much as it is good for me doing like these uh, during exercise i think it's also because of the fact that it's it's positively reinforced and doing it with a friends we're all having a good time like we i feel like we can be competitive and have a good time which i love about it like we can get competitive but have a laugh and a joke and that's just something I enjoy and I feel like if it were to get bitter or if it were to be a bit negative I think someone would jump in and you obviously know the boys that we play with uh, anyone would just jump in and say something and be like you know what that was a bit too much or that's a bit too far so I feel personally for me it's with those kind of things it's like you said when it's positive I'd enjoy it if it was negative I feel like I still do it because I care about the sport but I feel like with us a lot as a collective it kind of be called out and we'll nip that in the bud. But when it comes to uh stuff which is uh, hard, like, for example, don't get me wrong, I don't really go to gym much. I don't know what it is about here. There's certain things I don't do here, which I would do at home. Like, I, I would want to go for a run, but I just feel, I don't know, I feel weird about these things. Like, I, I wouldn't want to do that or stuff like this. It's just really, like, I, I find it sounds really, like, I, I can't, i'm really conscious of like running in front of people i know and it sounds weird because at home running
0: you're conscious of running in front of other people what? yeah
1: like i don't know what it is like i would like I, if it was ideal and it, it was sunlight i would run at like 11 10 p.m it's just really cold it's just i, I don't know like i wouldn't run right now like i can see people walking down the street i wouldn't run right now in front of people as much as it sounds really weird because in my own area i see random people and i would run but it's just I feel like once you're in, because I feel like with uni you're in such like a small, tight knit community. Be like, oh, that's the guy who runs, and it's just really, I'm so self conscious of it. I don't that's, know why.
0: Manny, I don't think anyone's saying that's the guy who runs. No, but like, I don't know how <laughs> to
1: explain it, man. I don't know how to explain it. It's Fair just, enough, man. It's just uh, yeah, like it, 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 it's 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 yeah, it's just really I'm very self conscious about that kind of thing. So. Uh, when it comes to stuff like that like i have i don't really have a negative association but i just wouldn't do it it's just yeah so i understand where you're coming from where it's like if something gets a bit sour or you don't feel right about doing something or you don't feel comfortable you might uh, veer away from it um but i feel like there's maybe perhaps um just for both of us we could try and look to do those kind of things a bit more often because ultimately they have a positive um outcome or positive consequences for those kind of actions you know what i'm saying
0: yeah for sure for sure um but just yeah you know going back to about the the previous resolutions did you stick to your your news resolution for 2021 and what was it if you did
1: yes um yeah so like i i kind of have um, my like goals here and for the most part it was i have like i, I separate out into work rest and um, play and plays and just like something to do with travel, entertainment, or purchasing stuff. And for work, I, I was successful in some of them. But I also want to make it very clear that even though I have goals, I, it sounds really weird. I sometimes understand I won't get 100% of them. So let me give an example. So I wrote down to get 125 followers on the podcast. By the end of the year, and right now currently, we have 100. So for me... I personally, for me, like 125 was the goal. We did not hit it. We got to 100. But I feel like that's still a success. I, I, I don't feel like I have to like, necess- I feel like if you achieve at least 80% of the things you aimed to do, it's better than doing zero, if you know what I'm saying. I feel like when you're not clear with these kind of things, it's quite easy to get like 0% or not have a clear cut idea of where you want to go next and have that sense of direction if you know what I'm saying. So that, that's one that springs to mind. I also wrote down that we released like 52 episodes. We end up doing 47. Does that mean that was a really bad? That was really bad? Not necessarily. I, I still think that's a success. And like but like so some stuff like buying a new phone, which I obviously did, which isn't necessarily goal-oriented necessarily, but it's something I wanted to do. And then I actually talked about doing exercise. And you, as much as that, we obviously just spoke about, I don't really go gym much at uni. I do... Sc- play squash quite a lot and uh, badminton quite a lot and football so I was able to sustain like at least three to four times of doing exercise a week and it's just things like these that I kind of aim to do or look to do and when I look back do I think 2021 was a success I would say yes I think there's aspects to improve don't get me wrong I'm looking at this list and there's some aspects that haven't successfully been able to hit at all For, uh, this is more so to do uni. 30 days of no chocolate i was able to do two weeks and that was it i remember that because we spoke about the, i think i spoke to you about it uh, before podcast yeah 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 like it's just stuff like that where i would love to achieve a lot more but at least there is a stepping stone to moving in that direction i think that's the most important thing about goals is goals are a way to a means to like put you on the right direction And then it's the systems in place which keep you grounded and secure in the fact that you'll successfully reach those goals. And uh, that's kind of a bit of a little summary of Man Rogers' goals of 2021. Uh, Some to do with like getting a job offer and things like that. And just stuff in general where been able to achieve it, but it's just, I want to see if I can fully take it to like 100%. I think 80% is really good don't get me wrong, I, I would definitely, someone said to me right now, you get 80% of everything you wanted." I think I take that in a heartbeat, but I, I feel as, as long as I keep on going after these things, I, I want to just achieve more, and that, that's just, I, I feel like I went on a tangent now, but I can't even remember the question, but that's just my 2021
0: summary. <laughs> Fair enough, man, now that, that basically, that answers the question, that answered the question, Um. but do you think that it was useful to set these explicitly as a resolution, like did the expectation you put in yourself to follow through, was that stronger because it was so explicitly stated? You know, the fact that I know you wrote it down, like physically, that you wanted to achieve these things or, you know, build a PC and get a new phone. Were these things easy to achieve because they've been outlined so, you know, so starkly?
1: Um, I think like with these things, 100% it comes down to like writing them down or being able to like see them or know that like if I open up this page in this book, I'll definitely see these goals. And it's a a constant reminder of this is where I'm aiming or this is where I'm going to go. How are we going to go about it every day? But don't get me wrong, these weren't set at the beginning of the year necessarily. I think many of them were, but along the way they were, along the way some things were added to it but I, the one thing I always try to make sure is nothing changes during the year. I think it's important that nothing changes during the year because it's like, for example, um, let's just talk about deadlines. So let's say we have a uni, something to do for uni that's due on Friday. And let's say our goal is to do it on Wednesday. I can't, sorry again, I can't on Monday just think, oh, I'm going to change this Wednesday deadline to Friday. Because then I feel like it will mentally change how I go and approach something. Because if someone like said you got forty eight hours to do it, and then it changes to ninety six, uh, lots of things can change. Like doubling that amount of time, you might take longer to do certain things. You might procrastinate more, and that's kind of where why I say to myself, it's good to have these things, but it's good not to change them either. Because if you change them, I feel like it it kind of steers away from the authenticity of the goal, and also at the same time. It might make you readjust and don't get me wrong, readjusting is perfect, but it's a a good thing. I feel like it is definitely a good thing, but I don't feel like you should necessarily readjust your goals when they're proposed beforehand just based on circumstances because if we just did that all the time then and we did it on an emotional response, lots of things would change and we would change a lot of things. So I think it was good to have it very clear cut from the start and just having that rule of mind where I don't change it I think it's good because I'd much rather not tick it but write in red for example 47 episodes then 52 then change it to oh 40 and then we only end up doing like 38 or we end up doing 40 because 40 and 38 are less than 47 so I, I, that's kind of why I think it's very important to make these things very clear because if they're not clear and concise it's it's very difficult to work towards something because you're kind of going through the motions with no kind of idea of what's going on and what is next for you.
0: And I know that we've said like, oh, that you mentioned, oh, you're still happy with 47 episodes out of the 52 that have been recorded. Um, Do you think that if you say you'd put like, you want to record 40 episodes and we did record 40, but we only recorded 40, would you be, still be happy with that or would you have thought, oh, I could have done more? So are you happy you set yourself such a high target and even though you fell short, we were still happy with the amount we set? Or do you think it would have been more beneficial to set yourself a lower target and be able to achieve it?
1: I think for me, I would much rather aim bigger and fall short. Only because, and in this example, especially that you just mentioned, the absolute values work in our favor when it's the when we aim bigger and then we fall short. Like forty-seven is greater than forty. And don't get it wrong; it would be nice to be able to say I successfully achieved one thing, but it's 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 that kind of aspect of if you if it could have been the f- fact that we achieved forty, but then that also means that things may have come up or we may have given it a bit more leeway because i would have said to you you know what joseph maybe next week or this week we just take a break because we're on target or we're working towards this and we definitely will uh hit 47 episodes uh sorry uh, 40 episodes so we can we don't need to worry about this or we can take this break here or we can take like these breaks here And the thing is, don't get me wrong, sometimes we do need that break and that rest, and it's very important. And we both value the kind of times where you might say to me, I don't really fancy doing it this week, or I don't feel up for it, or I just want to take a break. And same with me, I might be a bit busy or be like, I want to take a break. But it's never like, I feel like if we lowered the number or we gave more room for those breaks to happen, I think it also disrupts the flow and the environment of what we've got going on. Because don't get me wrong, preferred and obviously uh, you you messaged first about it we wanted to do the podcast earlier than we have today and we wanted to try and do it actually for last week but if, if we were thinking oh we want to hit 40 episodes I could have just said you know what let's just wait till exams are over and then we start a new fresh start when the next semester starts but we've got the ball rolling again which is great and that's kind of why I think you should aim higher and achieve slightly less than just um, aim low and hit your targets. I think there's a time and place for that, but for this specific example that you're mentioning about the podcast in particular, I'd much rather do more and then just fail a little bit. Do I you read that? that? What do, What do you think about all this? Would, where would you set your goals? Would you rather, like they say, uh, like aim aim for the moon but land in the stars or stars and or would, would you like rather just oh, I got this particular goal and I've been successful at achieving this goal.
0: Yeah, I think it comes back to, you know, aim for the stars, land on the moon uh, versus if you expect disappointment, you never be disappointed, which is a phrase that I said by Zendaya in the new Spider-Man film when her and her comrades didn't get into MIT. Uh, Spoiler alert, you haven't seen it yet, but yes, uh, you probably should have by now. I can't
1: believe you just spoiled the movie. Well, that's for the, the whole
0: film, know. did I? Yeah, yeah the of whole you did. film. The whole yeah. film. Yeah, you did. You haven't seen it by now. What are you doing anyway? <laughs> um, But yeah, so th- those are the two phrases that kind of combat each other when it comes to setting goals. And, you know, but I, I don't think that's right. I don't think, I don't think you should expect disappointment because it will become a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I see it all the time in so many different situations, like with exams. You know, if someone... It's like, oh, I'll be happy with a, a 2 2, I'll be happy with a C grade or something like that. That's great. I'm glad they're mentally preparing themselves for that to happen. But I feel like sometimes that becomes self fulfilling with the goal that you set. If you set yourself a lower target, then perhaps you could do. If, like, for you, a stretch goal, is to get a two two is to get a c if you feel like if i work my hardest i can do this i can get this um not the highest grade but still a respectable one then that's great but if there's some energy left in your tank when you feel like okay if i if i if i go into the exam thinking oh, I, I reckon i'll do well in this one or i'm going to aim to do really well in this one that too can become a self-fulfilling prophecy and you can at that point, you know, figure out ways to hustle your way to a higher grade or, you know, bring some luck onto your side and get a good grade. Or, you know, when it comes to sports, for example, I see my mate doing really well to win one point and the next point he's serving yeah, and his serves are probably the weakest part of his game and he's like, I'm going to miss this serve anyway. And then what does happen? He misses it. And I get the point straight off of that after he worked so hard to win one. I get one because of his mistake straight off the bat. But I tell him like, mate, you're, you're giving yourself a self-fulfilling prophecy there. You're telling yourself that you're going to not get it in to men- to prepare yourself for when you inevitably don't get a shot in. And that's I feel like that could that should change if if you think, OK this serve going in going to be a great serve boom and then it goes in you have a good match but it's also a defense mechanism for if you do think that and then it doesn't the disappointment that follows is is quite harsh and being able to put up against that and think oh don't worry i'll get it next time isn't always as easy as you might think so those that is the hard part it's overcoming that defense mechanism to help bring around positive self-fulfilling prophecies whereby you know you do well because of the prophecy not that you settle for less I remember the start of end of first year start of second year of uni I was thinking to myself I'd be happy the two one and I still will be but now when final year started I've changed that narrative to myself I've been like man Oh, I'd really love to get a first. Also low-key spurred on by the fact that my brother got a first, so that I can't let him have that over me for the rest of our lives. So that in itself is a driving factor. But I've changed the narrative where I think, okay, this is possible. I can do this. I can get a first. If I do well enough in my dissertation and you know, I put myself in a decent position in second year's grades, I can do this. I can aim for the stars. And even if I aim for a first and I fall short, I will still get that two one that initially I was okay with getting. I was happy to get, so I, I feel like that's a better way of aiming for things. And then, if I say if I just settled for a lesser grade, that's okay too. It will it will prevent me from feeling disappointed if I don't get it, but it also could hold me back from achieving uh, the things that I could do. So that is, it, it for me. It just always comes down to do you have the emotional resoluteness to go through disappointment if it comes, but also to, you know, experience, experience greatness at times.
1: It's funny that you mentioned serving because I feel like that's the weakest part of many people's games. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. Like, even mine, I've, I've only started practicing it a lot more, like, consciously, and that's why I've always thought to myself, you know what, I wasn't, I'm wasn't. i not great at serving. I'm probably still not as good at serving as I used uh, as, like, I can be, but I always consciously made it like practiced it and I remember there was one session where a friend of mine and I we literally just did serving and uh, for quite a lot of time I said I just all I want to do is just practice this let me just practice this and then they're like, okay that's fine but it's like stuff like this where it's quite difficult to always like you tell yourself one thing and you just convince yourself like it's always going to be like that that that's kind of a People fall short. It's, it's the self-talk. It's the, like we said earlier, it's the negative reinforcement which kind of puts people not in the best place or in the best scenarios to perform at a high level or even perform at the level that they, they um, want to perform at. And this is where I wanted to jump into the last question, Joseph. And it's something that you mentioned. And I know we've spoken about this on a podcast before where you said you'd be happy with a 2-1. And in, in the environment that you're in, and with the people you're surrounded with, I'm, I'm very positive and probably even my, perhaps myself saying it to you that we all say that you can definitely get that first. And people definitely say, oh, why are you aiming for this when you're more than capable with all the things that you have around you to be able to facilitate getting a really high grade or higher grade than you want or not necessarily want, but you think you can get. Do you feel how, how big of an impact does the environment have in altering the ability not only to stick to a goal, but work towards one?
0: Yeah, well, you know, the environment is massive, you know, it is massive. And when I when I do when I did bring it up and we're just talking with our mates about grades and about about the coursework and stuff like that. And I mentioned that oh, I'll be happy the two one people look at me like I'm crazy. People look at me like, what? what do you mean? Like, why, why would you settle for for any less than the highest grade and stuff like that? And admittedly, at uni, we're quite lucky. There is quite a lot of leeway. You know, we're allowed to miss out on 30 percent of the marks and still get the highest possible grade. And so once people explained it to me and once that was made more prevalent, I was thinking, you know what, I actually could do this. And that was as a result of the environment. That was as a result of the people around me helping me think that way. You know, my girlfriend, you, Manny, and loads of my friends, like my parents, they were all very supportive in, think- in saying to me, oh, yeah, you-, you actually can if you you know get rid of this silly notion that it, that that's an unobtainable goal and you know also bringing it all the way back to my fizzy drinks thingy <laughs> I, I set a, the environment that I had in work was a very specific routine and that, that was able to help me get through the work day when things weren't you know things were a bit difficult or stressful I had a really nice routine where at eight I'd get in at 10, I'd go have a, go grab um, some food and drink. At half 12, I'd have lunch. At uh, like half two, I'd go just to the water cooler and just get another like glass of water and have a little break for five minutes. And then I'd leave um, for the finish of the day at like half four or five. And I'd have that routine really well set out. And so when I started this New Year's resolution to drink less fizzy drinks, all I had to do was alter one tiny part of my day, which was to just not buy a drink or just to buy it once a month. And once that became instilled into the routine, it just became second nature. And it, once that environment was, once I was used to the environment of, okay, I'm just gonna have water most of the day, it wasn't even a consideration, it was just a statement. And it was just something that was occurring. And thankfully, because that became part of the routine, now that my placement was finished, Um, I've been at uni, I found myself drinking a lot less fizzy drinks, you know, um, each day at dinner, my girlfriend and I, we split a can of fizzy drinks, which is around just like 150 mils each. And that's it. That's all we'll have. And even then, most some days we'll have water and stuff like that. But it is nice to have a can of Coke sometimes. So with half a can of Coke, which is nothing, but it would scratch that itch. And it would also mean I am still staying to drinking a lot less fizzy drinks than I used to and it's just helped having the environment of the workplace setting and the habitualness of it to really set me up which is really nice to to keep it going um and then hopefully once I go back to my placement on a graduate role I'll be able to uh to stick true to the one drink a month rule as well. And hopefully my buddies there will be able to hold me to that. Um about yourself, Manny, um have you have you had uh, had any experiences with the environment changing and being able to help you with that? Does it has it been anything that's I, significant to you?
1: I think environment changing has been a hindrance for me actually. Um oh, okay enough. okay so uh university uh, the amount of sugar intake I have at uni is like it's, it's, it's 10 times probably the amount that I do I at mean, like it's a joke in comparison, uh, in the sense that like I just buy Kinders, I buy all these chocolates and stuff, and I really don't have like a stop button. Like If I want to go get more sugar, I just go to Tesco. Uh, whereas at home, it's like you buy certain things for yourself, but at home, I feel like we eat a lot, uh, very healthy, so I, I just don't really have the urge to have sugar at home. And if it is, it's just a protein bar. And or it's dark chocolate, but it's very little amounts. It's not like they stock up a lot of chocolate. Like if the dark chocolate is finished, it's only finished until the next te- Tesco shop. It's not finished, and then someone goes out immediately and goes by goes to buy it. But also at the same time, for me personally, if it ran out, I wouldn't go out of my way to leave the house and get it because I just think it's a waste of time. But whereas at uni, because perhaps I go with friends or I'm with someone whenever I go to these things, it's just something that I do where I always just go to. I might make that as a plan or we we decide to do something like that. So literally that that's that's just how, how it is. And I feel that's why perhaps it's one of those things where yes, your environment can help you stick to goals, but it also can be a hindrance. So I'm glad that we we have a different perspective on that. As much as a, a university probably I do more slightly more exercise than I would at home, uh, which is a good always a good thing it just comes with the drawback of uh, going Tesco and just buying a lot of Kindles. <laughs> I guess it evens out. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> it probably does. Um, and it's, it's just, um, I'm really glad that you mentioned something about work because the truth is, and I feel like because when you're working, especially you get into a habit of, it's nine to five, you have your commute and all these things become part of your new routine. So drink, picking up that habit of drinking fizzy drinks whilst at work, it might be the association of, I'm working so I'm going to go grab a fizzy drink so breaking that urge and breaking that down it must have been very difficult but I'm glad that you're able to have the right people and support network especially around you at the time to try and help reduce it but one question I really wanted to pose to you it's going to definitely be the last one now (laughs) um, is that if you decided that you just didn't buy any fizzy drinks for like a month and just decided to drink water have you what do you think would happen if you went cold turkey or something like that how would you feel
0: mate I would absolutely suck at going cold turkey (laughs) (laughs) yeah it just wouldn't work for me man because I'll be again it would just be the same similar thing with the tennis competition aspect I would then just just detest the fact that I'm restricting myself I wouldn't have anything to look forward to I wouldn't be like have okay because I've uh, know that I'm able to have one of these bottles a month, you know, I haven't completely cut it out. It, it makes me more considerate of the timing of that thing. For example, my birthday is in February. So for my February bottle of fizzy drink, I was like, okay, I wanted to come around my birthday. So I'm able to have like that as a little treat to myself kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and so if I went cold turkey, I wouldn't have something like that to work with or to look forward to. I'd just be restricting myself. And say if I put the time restriction of a month, soon as that month ends, because I then had a month without the fizzy drink, I will then probably make up for the month I had without it by not only going back to the way it was before, but potentially making it even worse. So, yeah, I, I think I would do terrible at Cold Turkey. Why, have you experienced going Cold Turkey? Is it a good thing for you?
1: I think Cold Turkey is probably the best thing for me, but it's just, it's just like now I, I, I just find it, I don't know, uni, uni I just find it much more difficult because I feel like ac- accessibility is, is a big factor that I know I can just get up and go. And just grab whatever i want with very little restrictions or resistance <laughs> whereas when i'm at home it's more so to do with oh i have to i i, I can't like more often than not joseph you know that if, if if you need to go to tesco you're more than likely going to go with someone like a yeah, friend. yeah yeah for you sure. have a chat on the way there so you literally go there with a sense of oh even if i need to go it might take a while or at least i've got someone to talk to whereas at home it's like oh i'm gonna have to go by myself well, I'm just gonna have to go when my my like parents go, or my brother or my sister. So, it's just working out when to go, and it's probably on like a different time, or it's very early in the morning. So, you're less likely to go, which means as much as you want to ask to get certain things, maybe my mom said, "I said to my mom, I want a bit of chocolate.'" I want to ask my mom to buy Kinders. Oh, Joseph, you're gonna start laughing at this. I asked my also mom to <laughs> buy me Kinders, like the the pack. Mm-hmm. She literally came back with one medium bar. <laughs> She's like, she's like, she's like, I didn't have the pack. I was like, okay. The, but then that's a the good thing. Like, it's good. Like during the holidays, like, that's literally what I had. I had true one, true. like literally that one bar. And I was like, you know what? I don't even need it. Ah, oh, there so, you go,
0: man. You don't even need it.
1: So I actually, to be fair, since I've been going back to Tesco, this is probably this third or fourth time now that I've gone to Tesco and not picked up the Kinders. But the problem with me is I just pick up something else. So I've got another jar on Nutella and i got a got of ice cream so like you said i'm kind of similar where it's like maybe if i stop one thing i might go to something else and um, but i'm 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 trying to slowly try and um, move away from it and maybe perhaps if i do cold turkey at uni it might work but i just struggle to do it because it's just you have a good time walking with your mates accessibility is so easy and there's no one really telling you you know what you probably no, don't get me wrong. There are people telling me that your sugar intake, you've got issues. <laughs> but like, It's not enough for me to bring just Like, you know what? I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> don't worry, Manny. I'll be the one to, to be like, Manny, put those damn Kinders down. If I see you put them down and pick up some, I don't know, a Mars bar, I'll smack that out of your hand as well, bro.
1: Yeah, the thing is, I'm very particular with chocolate, though. Like, I have okay. my own little chocolate, like, um, not necessarily a tier list, but I wouldn't pick up uh, i picked up magic like, instead of picking up kinders i picked up magic stars
0: oh magic, magic stars, stars are, are so magic stupid. stars bang oh my god <laughs>
1: and it's, it's what you think about magic stars you think about magic stars you think about movies in the cinema and then it's like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. positive emotion that stimulant is just too much yeah dopamine yeah, yeah. hits it, it's out of your head and you already bought it and um, you've already gone and left i remember going the whole to finish
0: I remember we were going to watch Wally in cinemas in like two thousand and nine or something like that and having a bag of magic stars. best cinema experience of my life. No, literally.
1: But <laughs> I'm glad if that we've been able to talk today and we've also had a different perspective on things. I feel it's it was one of those episodes where we we looked like at the beginning we were like on the same path which we always normally are, but then we were able to split and give our own perspective on things. So that was really great. And I'm super glad we had the opportunity to talk about how our habits change and how the environment affects us and hopefully from this episode people will be able to take that and take the, the the ideas that we've been able to kind of flesh out and use it to great effect and perhaps the people might be ourselves where where we listen back to it and we're like you know what really I should probably change this and that helps me do something better and that that's just the aim of the podcast really isn't it, at the end of the day and I'm just super glad that we're going ahead and carrying on into the last two years since we started so it feels like a roller coaster ride at the moment and hopefully there's more enjoyable moments to come from that. I hope you all enjoyed this episode I hope you all have a wonderful start to the new year. I know some students out there who've got exams so best luck with that and best luck with everything that you have for this month and with the year ahead and this is DMT Podcast signing off.